on SEN. Welcome to Moody on the Mic with Peter Moody, Roger Aldridge, Tom Haggard and Anthony Mither. Hello and welcome to Moody on the Mic ahead of a Group 1 Saturday in two states. I'm Roger Aldridge and I'm joined as always by Peter Moody. Great to be back again, Rog. Have we been guilty of tipping a winner yet on the show? Well, some of us have. Have we? Right. Yeah, a few of us have done okay. Right. Uh, good to see you, Moots. We're more about than just winners, though. Yeah. Moots. Anthony Mithen. It's a cultural experience. How are you? Yeah, well, Mr. Quickie each way last week. That got a return That's, for punters, yeah, didn't it? Yeah, very nice return. On you, Rog. So. Resident yeah. Rayman, how are you going, mate? With everybody this weekend. Really looking forward to a big weekend of racing. Yeah, well, of course, we've got the uh, the Colgate Optic White Stakes, formerly the George Main Stakes, or as we like to call it, the Toothpaste Raced in uh, in Sydney and at Caulfield, the Sir River Clark Group 1s. Now, breaking news in the football world. Oy, so the yeah. Toby Green verdict oh, is in. Sam Argraves. Boys, it's official. Toby Green will not play in Saturday's preliminary Woo-hoo. final. The AFL wow. Appeals Board has rejected his last-ditch bid to free his name. So... Toby Green will not play in the prelim. The tribunal only deliberated for about 15 hours, uh, 15 minutes <laughs> after about an hour of evidence was given from both sides. So no Toby Green for GWS. Yeah. Uh, you really Freudian hate, slip there. You really hate to see it too with the, you know, the, the GWS supporters. They've been going around for years and years and years just waiting for this opportunity. Moods and couldn't care less. No, well, listen, no well, the end result is he shouldn't have been there last week. That nuffy that the AFL bloke that suspended me as a racehorse trainer that working for him, give him a $5,000 fine last week, the AFL uh, um, solicitor or whatever, barrister or whatever. So he shouldn't have been playing the lines last week against my lines. Yeah, your shouldn't lines. Shouldn't have been there. Pick yeah. it on Lockie Neal. No interest like self-interest. Shouldn't have been picking on, on Lockie Neal. Sorry, Sam, more, more news, Sam Hargraves. Before we get inundated, we will take calls after 8 o'clock. So anyone wanting to call in, text in, we'll go through all those after 8 o'clock on the Sporting Capital. But boys, Moody on the mic, back to you. Not that that we couldn't handle football talk back. Don't you worry about that, folks. But we're here to talk Group 1 racing. Go Tigers. I'll tell you what, there's a race in Sydney as well on the weekend, on Saturday, that's... um, it's not a Group 1, but it's probably the best race of the day. The shorts in Sydney uh, looks an absolute belter. Yeah, but it looks like it's going to be... Um, well, Santander Lane's coming out, of course. Yeah, but. a few of them are going to get wet toes and they're running and hiding, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Sunlight comes out, yeah. Sunlight. Oh, that's yeah, sunlight. And not out of the market just yet, but no. it will be scratched. And we're going to the, the Valley for the Moya Stakes. Yeah, mm. and Pierrata's a doubt at this stage unless it improves. Uh, so what are they going to do on the grand final day? It's, it's been wet the last two Everest. Well, this is the disappointing thing about Sydney at this time of the year. You well, know, hang that, on. That... It can happen at Melbourne in Cup Week too. don't worry. Well, it can, but you, it's, it's not usually a wipeout week after week. Oh, no. Well, listen, it's, it's Mother Nature. No, no, no. That's not right. That's not right. You're picking on Sydney there. That it happens all the time. That was a little... Statistically, it happens Sydney all is the a lot wetter than Melbourne. Yeah. Sydney is wet, yes. Yeah, well, the rain Melbourne. is more coastal. Randwick in particular... It's that coastal rain just over the hill there at Coogee. So. I'm just a bit annoyed that a, a race that shapes as an absolute beauty is going to be a little, not decimated, but it'll be tarnished by, by wet weather well, scratching. Well, well, trainers are looking after their charges with a view to being there on Everest Day. Uh, a couple of my... Pierrata's got brilliant wet track form. He's a Group 1 winner on a wet track. But Greg Hickman stated that he doesn't want to give him a gut buster and he probably doesn't need it, you know. Maybe the smart move was Chris Waller last week. Arcadia, Arcadia Queen's going to be home in a box, smoking a pipe, rolling mm. one, you know, 
She's kicking one. back, might be. I don't know. She shouldn't roll one. No, you, know, oh, you might get suspended for that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, well, she might have a long neck. She might have a four X gold and <laughs> just kick back and watch them all on TV. I reckon she's more your gin and tonic kind of uh, she kind might. thing. She, she might spend will. the weekend with Toby Green. <laughs> she she might. Yeah. Yeah. They'll both be watching. We, we'll <laughs> of course have a, have an in depth look at the shorts uh, after the, the first break. Mm. We'll also have a look at the uh, George uh, Colgate Optic White Stakes. Oh yes. Uh, a little bit later on, we're going to chat to we're going to chat to Daniel Bowman, the trainer of Be Good to Your Mother. Uh, he's got a bit of a vice Not quite a Tasmanian, but very close. <laughs> what, has he got two heads? No, he's from Warrnambool. He's from Warrnambool. <laughs> <laughs> they can see the lights of Tassie on a good clear night. Before we get to that, though, let's flash back to the weekend. A Group 1 Maccabi Diva Stakes. Mystic Journey beaten a narrow second by a 90-odd dollar pop, uh, getting the West Australian horse. But the big story out of the day was the run of Mr. Quickie. Oh! Wow, hey. Now, now let's... Um, we can cross now to a couple of the owners of Mr. Quickie, Anthony Mithin and Peter Booty. How are you going, guys? <laughs> what, a, what a great run. What a great run. There's Gave a, us a bit of a tingle, oh, didn't it, Peter? a little flicker in the loins. Yeah, there, yes. there. Uh, bit of movement in the we, bathing we suit both, region. We both tipped that this could quite possibly be the case last week. Any any quickies in your household yeah, that night? No, 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 no. <laughs> Save no, it for no. the big dads. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> no, listen. It's trying to push you out to 2,000. Yeah. 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 The Quickster ran good. He, he was probably a little bit unlucky, got held up a bit. But as yeah. Anthony and I discussed during the week with uh, Wiley Dalziel and the team and uh, Philip Stokes, you know, had he got out early, he might have been a little bit like Mystic Journey. He might have loomed to win and, uh, and uh, yeah. What are we thinking now, lads? Are we going to a Cox Plate or are we going to a Caulfield Cup? We're going to the Turnbull Stakes and then we'll worry about that. Yeah, that was, a, that was a, a long discussion uh, after I'd had a few beers uh, celebrating uh, the flashing third uh, on Saturday night, Ray Man, with, uh, with Moods. I, and he spoke sense, as he normally does. Let's go to the Turnbull and see what opens up from there and uh, see that performance before we have to make a decision because they don't run the Caulfield Cup or the Cox Plate before the Turnbull, do they, Moods? No, they certainly don't. They certainly don't. You've got to keep in the back of your mind like that. That was a very good race and Gadding, you know, listen, he had his birthday and Mystic Journey, you know, I am lost anything with her. She's an absolute little superstar. Mr Quickie ran sensational sectionals. There's a few others did, Rostopovich and the like. There was good... But you've got to sort of think a little bit a horse that can run those sections at the end of a mile. Does that make him a miler? You know, is he going to be able to repeat those sort of sections as he goes out and trips? So that's this is something that Turnbull will tell us a little bit more. Well, they were the it, it was the fastest last 600, 400, and 200 of the day, from what I understand. So yeah, um, but still didn't win. That's Mr. Quickie, yeah, did, didn't, didn't win. But if, had he been able to push Hartnell out of the way another a furlong earlier, he probably probably gives them a shake but yeah, it was Gadding's day in the sun he did it well with the West Aussies out the three group ones in Victoria yep three West Australians scales of justice scales of justice Gadding and, and then you had Arcadia Queen of course. okay uh, yeah, there was, was another one wasn't there no we've only had two group ones yeah, in Victoria yeah, yeah well sure. I, 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 know, I know how you feel though because I actually I owned a horse that started favourite for the WA Derby a couple of years ago and it was beaten by Gadding in that race as well so was it I think Mitho was one of your partners wasn't he he was actually yeah it was a Rosemont horse what, what was it Roy Corson. Flashy no. fella. Uh, no, with Mike was, uh, Rock With You. Oh, it's Rock With You. Yeah. Uh, the mighty Rock With God re- You. God rest his soul. We yeah. passed away on a night race in uh, the Mini right. I forgot we were in that together. But yeah. uh, it, it, uh, actually, it was timely for the West Australians. They've been over here whining and dining us uh, Melburnians uh, to see if we can get a few charges over there for their, their carnival, which they've smartly named the Masters, um, mm. Perth Racing. They're doing a good job promoting and getting that carnival up and going. Hard task when uh, all the good horses are running in the spring to back up over the West. But um, they are doing a good job promoting and, it. And 
of course, they needed a break, the West Australians, because West Coast got rolled by the Cats on Friday night. So yeah. they needed something. Yeah. Yeah. And what about the run of Dallasan? What do we think of Dallasan? He looks outstanding. Uh, did, did a lot wrong up the straight. Very green, very new, but was still strong. Probably beat, compared to the Sydney side, has probably beat the B division or, or, you know, the captains of the twos. Super Seth aside... You know, a few of them might improve up the straight and the, and the big raps on the Sydney Colts, but Dallas Annie did look good. Yeah, I agree with you, Moods. He definitely got, didn't really like that straight one bit. I'm really looking forward to seeing him back round a turn again. I think Caulfield will be ideal. I think you make a very good point, though, is that we still haven't really seen the Sydney three-year-olds take on the Melbourne three-year-olds. We saw Bivouac came down and he, he gave them a spanking and he does obviously looked he's a very good horse, but... I think so far the Sydney form might just have the measure of the uh, Melbourne three-year-old form. So I still think Dallas Sands a very good horse, but might not be necessarily getting carried away in uh, the current price he is in the Caulfield Guineas market. Well, we and, and just on the, you asked at the top of the show whether we tipped any winners. Myself and Rayman both said the bivouac at the price last week was worth a, yep. worth a good yeah, and, da- and Dallas Sands was, Dallas Sam's was my cool. bet of the day, wasn't it? Oh, it was too, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. we're getting close. I think the disappointing thing out of the weekend, Mystic Journey obviously running second, disappointed a lot of punters, but... Really didn't lose any admirers. genuine admirers, no. but the the abuse that Adam oh, Trinda, I mean, copped. I mean, what do you make of that? That's been blown out of proportion. It'll be a few deals sitting at home. Keyboard warriors, you don't give them oxygen. Don't even talk about it. Don't even talk Move about on. it. No, drop it. Don't even talk about it. Well, you don't talk I, about. I, it. I don't. Well, I mean, they, 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 those blokes do need a need no. a clip over the ear. I mean, Move well, on. well, about them. You got that. You sent me that message. Last week, that one that you copped your fair share of abuse over the, oh, over the it, days. That know, one that you sent me last week. You move on. Remember? No, I don't. Yes, you no, do. You well, we'll refresh your memory. Hey, Moody, uh, I just ringing to say, you're, you're one of the rudest blokes I've ever met in my life. I was at the last Caulfield meeting and 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 you wouldn't even talk to me. I, I, I walked up to you and I chatted to you for about 10 minutes and... Look, I know that you were holding on to a horse at the time, but you didn't say boo. You didn't say anything. I asked you for a tip, and you didn't say anything. You know, Lukey Nolan was, was on the horse you were holding. He at least gave me a wave when I said g'day, but, but you, you just stood there like a bloody statue. You didn't say anything, so you can get stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that one? Somebody oh. was talking to your statue and thought it was you. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. There's no chance that happened yeah. because no one's going to confuse that statue with Peter Moody. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, never mind. I apologise for not saying it, eh? But, nah, listen, you don't. You've got to cop Well done, every boys. Now well done. Yeah, exactly. Well done. Lukey Nolan waved at him. Must have been a bird's wing or something. I don't know. Could have been that one. I think it was on the back of the statue. Idiot. But... Men uh... surrounded by clowns. But, no, nah, that's listen, you don't worry about that sort of stuff. You move on and don't give it any oxygen. But uh, um, let's get back, obviously. I had a bit of fun anyway. Yeah, I thought I, I, when I first heard that, I didn't realise it was Anthony Mitten. Uh, no, no one would have picked up on that. But uh, look, I, I thought Misty. I mean, Misty Journey did did ease slightly in, in Cox Plate betting, but um, look, well, she, she, is she going to get the th- is it the strong two thousand? I think that's probably well, the we, question. Yeah, now. well, we don't know. She's second up at two at a mile the other day, so I would suggest she goes to the Turnbull, and, and we'll all be a bit clearer on it. Mm.
Yeah, I think the Turnbull is obviously D-Day for Mystic Journey, Mr. Quickie. There's a lot of horses there where I think the Turnbull might be that the turnpike of the spring, uh, pardon the pun there, where we'll just, I think if Mystic Journey doesn't run the strong two uh, 2,000 metres there, they might reassess, probably look at a race like the uh, the Golden Eagles. So I think the Turnbull Stakes will tell us a lot about a lot of horses this spring. Yeah, well, did you hope you didn't have to stay up all night thinking about that rain, man? <laughs> Fair dinkum. <laughs> Fair dinkum. The fork and the... You could have said the fork and the road. That's the call. Just moved on. Yeah. Nah, nah. The nah. turnpike. The turnpike, <laughs> the fork. Nah. What's a turnpike? Though? That's an American terminology. I think it's it? very similar to that. Yeah. It's where you got a U-bolt back out. Oh, right. right. <laughs> Pikelet. No, nah, well, you're right there for sure. That certainly will be the case you're, with quite a few runners. If you're saying it with confidence, people think you know what you're talking about. Yeah, so correct, correct. Made a career out of it. Yeah. It, it, uh, it, but it is interesting. I, I, I love the fact that we haven't got that and, you know, pro- probably thought we did, but we haven't got that absolute roll gold star weight for age horse seemingly this year. So we can all dream. The, yeah, the owners of Mystic. It makes racing interesting. Absolutely. No, no yeah. winks, like we've said on this show uh, already this uh, so far this spring. No winks, as good as she was for racing, she makes racing, not having her, makes racing more interesting. Well, we've, yeah. we've seen capacity fields in the weight for age races, although on Saturday we're going to see a slightly smaller version of the Colgate Optic White. George Main Stakes at Randwick. Um, so, uh, but uh, no, it's been great racing. What about the Sydney three-year-olds? Uh, Rain Man touched on it there before. Bivouac uh, beat Exceeding. Yeah. And um, are they just going to wax, wax we, races going through this? Yeah, and we saw Castlevacchio returned in the in the far lap. Uh, like he was the one three-year-old that looked like he might really go to a mile and a quarter uh, off the back of what he did earlier. So uh, interesting there. What do you think, Rain Man? Yeah, I think they, they are con- still considering dropping back to or going to the 1,400 metres of the Golden Rose. But based on that run, I think you, they do need to be looking at races over a bit further. Like the Spring Champion Stakes does look like the absolute ideal race for him. And then if you run well there, then you've always got the uh, opportunity to go to Melbourne for the Labrox Cox Plate and then move on to the to Victoria Derby. So I'd say based on that effort, I think the Golden Rose is probably beyond him. But I think he still can measure up at Group 1 level. I think the Spring Champion Stakes does look absolutely ideal for him. And what about the, the horses that did uh, participate in the Rosebud or the Run to the Rose or whatever the rose. it was, the Run to the Rose, Bivouac, uh, can any of those horses turn the tables on him? On a, you know, what some of them will be looking for in, uh, an improving surface come uh, Golden Rose Day. Yeah, I think Exceedance was a little bit flat second up there. I think it's definitely uh, a better horse than that performance suggests. And it did run some of the... Uh, quickest closing sectionals of the day there anyway but I think Bivouac is a very good horse he makes his own luck he's just a, a very uh, classy galloper so I think we, we do have an exciting group of three-year-olds at the moment and uh, really looking forward to the Golden Rose in a couple of weeks time. Do the Phillies have it over the Colts do you think? Uh, well, like Libertini, Libertini we see on the T-Rose Saturday so that'll be interesting 1400. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, certainly some fantastic races to look forward to this weekend we're going to deep dive on both the shorts and also the Colgate Optic White after the break. You're on Moody on the Mic on 11.16 SEN. On SEN, you're listening to Moody on the Mic. On SEN, you're listening to Moody on the Mic. Recapping the news from the AFL Tribunal, despite this being a racing show, Toby Green's suspension has been upheld, so he will miss Saturday afternoon's preliminary final against Collingwood at the MCG. A massive blow for the Giants. But we're here. Oh, hang on, Peter Moody. 
Well, just he might be able to get out to Randwick and enjoy the afternoon at Randwick. He might. Hmm. He, he, uh, you think he might be on the Supreme Court tomorrow? Yeah, well, he'll be at the Supreme Court tomorrow and they'll have a crack there. And then he might get to Randwick to watch great racing on Saturday with the snorkel on. Well, on speaking of Saturday's races, the shorts, we've already touched on it briefly at the top of the show. Uh, there has been some changes in the market with Santa Annalena, the first of what we expect to be a few scratchings. Rayman, take us through the current state of play. Yeah, you're right, Rog. This market will change because Sunlight is still in the market at the moment, but has been. It will be scratched. But Classique Legend is the favourite at the moment. It's been four twenty into $4. Pirata on the second line of betting at $4.40. Good early go for Red Zell. He's been five fifty into $4.60. Then you've got In Her Time at $13. And Osborne Bulls also could be a scratching as well. He's $5.50 at the moment. So a very competitive and a very intriguing race. Home of the brave uh, rain man. Uh, wet track winner won the uh, Theo Marks last year on a very heavy surface. What mark price him? Yeah, $17, home of the brave at the moment. Got his uh, open at 15 out to 19 back into $17. But you're right, Moods does have wet track form. And it probably a, a horse that Godolph would like to see something from because he, he did promise a lot in his first prep in Australia. Then last campaign didn't really uh, didn't really deliver. So I think they'll want to see a pretty uh, an improved performance from him in the shorts this weekend. For sure. He got really good wet track form. He was going to be one I, I wanted to mention, along with... Uh, I just, Would I, you mention that because he's by a son of Star Spangled Banner who actually resides at <laughs> your farm? He's not by a son of Star Spangled Banner. He's he is, a, he son. is, a, son of, he is yeah. a son of Star Spangled Banner, the globe-trotting sire sensation that but, stands at Rosemont Stud, correct? Right, that, uh, ring for inquiries. Um, the, so, so excited. <laughs> if they get by Star Spangled Banner, he could probably serve us some. Yeah, well, I could... Yes, right, if, get back, Laura. If there's on, a mare missing. Um, Red Zell uh, is not going to start at 460, surely. I well, mean, he... he the, he has to start shorter with the his money wet came, track form. The money came for Redzel uh, last time, and obviously he, mm. he brained him. And, yeah, he is a, a great wet tracker. He, he should be under $3, Rayman. Classic. Yeah, I think Redzel, I'm with you, uh, Mitha. I think Redzel should be much shorter than the 460 currently available. He's a really good wet tracker. It should not be. He's won the last two over us, both on wet tracks. Some of his best runs of his career have been on wet tracks as well. And then we saw in the uh, Concord Stakes first up, he went to the front, never really looked like getting run down. And I think he, he might even get a softer lead in this race because as we uh, Moods touched on earlier, a lot of these horses that can, uh, and trainers are looking towards the Everest. They don't want their horse having a gut buster. So I think Red Zell should find the front pretty easily with Kerry McAvoy in, this, in the saddle. I think he'll be very, very tough to run down. That's unless uh, Schofield on a horse like Home of the Brave, who's probably not in Everest contention, wants to serve it up to him because Home of the Brave is a horse that likes to high ball along in front. But Red Zell, you know, he's just as comfortable sitting box seat also. Yeah, if they go, if 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 Home of the Brave does want to charge out in front, which he is capable of doing, mm. yeah, I, I think Red Zell. I, I I would I would nearly say that Red Zell is going to end up the best bet of the weekend right yeah. now. Well, one one horse that's not going to uh, set the pace out in front is Osborne Bulls, uh, and I, I see he's only had one heavy track run and finished third, so he's not going to start because he only runs second in races these days, so yeah. that's not going to work. Is he going to stop at the Kensington Pie Shop on the way? Or? Well, just about. He's the, he's the new Tom Melbourne, isn't he? Just can't. Yeah. Just girls love him. <laughs> like they well, love Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, anyway, uh, Ray, man, you can clean this up. <laughs> yeah, Osborne Bulls. Uh, James Cummings has said he is 50-50 to come out along with Vera Dean. I think the horse we should touch on, though, is Classique Legend. It is the favourite, but... 
it's a horse that it, this is a, a proper step up in class. It obviously does have a lot of ability, a lot of upside, but it really is yet to sort of prove itself at this proper at this proper group, uh, not group one, but group one quality level against the older horses. So I think it'll be interesting to see how he does measure up and whether he does live up to the hype after a pretty a couple of pretty impressive trials. I'm pretty sure the last trial he had, which was very impressive, was on a pretty heavy track too. That's right. And there's an old adage, grey horses on wet tracks. Yeah. He, uh, Crone, Crone beat him in that stakes race in the autumn up there. I wouldn't have Crone in Everest contention. No, no. And so I'm just wondering whether wet track form, run third, not quite the not quite the recipe I'm looking for in a favourite for a race like this. Oh. I, I think I'd rather stick, as Rayman says, with the horse that's been there, done that. 15 million in the bank and two Everests. Red Zell at 460. Load me up, punters. Responsibly. Yeah. No, Obviously. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Mitho. Definitely keen on Red Zell as well. Oh, I I've got to agree with you just because, I mean, if the others are going to come out, we know that Red Zell's, we know how good he is and, and he's probably going to end up being the best horse in it. Yeah, yep. for sure. For sure. Yep. No argument. Classic legend looks to have unbelievable potential going forward. So it'll be really interesting to see him back at the races. Osborne Bulls, uh, he's a chance of sitting home. Pierrata's the one. If he takes his, takes his place, he's got wet track form. His run the other day was outstanding. Uh, will he remain fresh enough for this little sneaky each way hope home of the brave? He's you might gonna, just talking to him. He's going to be in front uh, thereabouts, serving it up to Red Zell and might hang on for a place. I think that's the first time... We've all agreed on a uh, on a horse that wasn't Winks in a race. Yeah, yeah. that might be about right. Yeah, right. So Move on. Got there, there's an omen for you uh, out there in, in Radio Land. What about the Colgate, Colgate Optic White Stakes Rain Man? What are we doing there? I had to say that uh, very quickly uh, for a thing that's uh, running on Channel 9 tonight. And I'll tell you what, it took a lot of takes. It is a mouthful, oh. which is ironic given it's the Colgate Optic White Stakes. Yes. <laughs> What's the market look like, Rain Man? I refuse to call it that. It's the George Main Stakes to me. And Emilius <laughs> is the clear favourite, $3.50. The big market mover, though, has been Dreamforce, $9 into $4.60. The veteran happy clapper, he's been four fifty out to $5. Very elegant thereabouts at $6. Samadout, the uh, the sensation of the spring to date, $7. And then you've got uh, the likes of Dance, 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 the Kiwi at $15. So another pretty competitive betting race, but Avilia's the clear favourite. I'm not reading too much into that move for Dreamforce, Rayman. I reckon the bookie's gone up the wrong price there. Oh, absolutely, Rog. You know, I'm happy, to, more than happy to uh, dig the boots into the bookies, and they've absolutely got that one wrong. A silly price, and no wonder the, the punters yeah. scooped that up early. Yeah, they yeah but heavy, heavy track might be what they're betting against there. No, I don't think there has been. I just think the bookies went the wrong price, and now oh, they no. fixed it. So that's Avilius, Avilius is, is the one with <laughs> the nothing to do with money. Yeah, I don't think it had anything to do with it. money. I think they just fixed it. Avilius is the one with the wet track form here, so it'll be uh, quite interesting. Yeah, three fifty yeah. is probably a pretty good price. About a classy horse in a in a race that is a little bit. We spoke about the weight for age horses, you know, all being a pretty even bunch. So I'm reluctant to say it it lacks depth this race, but it's just an even bunch. Bar for Avilius, the class horse with wet track form moods. We might we might be agreeing again here. Well, Rayman. Yeah, I think uh, I think the factor for Avilius in this race as well is the fact that Summer Doubt won't get as soft a lead as it has gotten in its two wins so far this spring. I think with Dreamforce in this race, that should uh, lead to some more early pressure for Summer Doubt, which will set the race up for Avilius. The only knock maybe for me for Avilius is that maybe it is looking already looking for two thousand meters at this stage of his preparation. He did he did it what he what, did run on well against the pattern of the day and the Chelmsford with stakes, but I think maybe he is already looking for that that step up in. Uh, distance and the horse that is the proven miler in this field and does have some 
decent wet track form is Happy Clapper. We saw him run pretty well first up behind Samadout in the wink stakes. Been given a nice barrier trial in between race starts as well. He does run pretty well fresh. So I think he's the one that's sort of maybe been a little bit forgotten in the market, but I think he does represent a little bit of value there at the $5. His trial form before that one hadn't been overly flash. But yeah, like you say, first up run was good. Uh, of course, Chris Waller has won at the last five. I'll go, oh, George Mainstay. Six of the last seven? Yeah, winks, winks, winks. Uh, I think sacred. Are you, are, you, are you hitting on me? All those winks? Winks, winks, yeah. winks, winks. I think. Yeah, Kermadec in there as well, right? Kermadec and, uh, and, uh, and, yeah, I can't Sacred remember. Falls in sacred 2014. Falls, that was the other one, yeah. yeah. So. A- Angel of Truth, what, where's he sitting in the market, Rain Man? Angel of Truth is uh, $31, the uh, derby winner. It's another horse with uh, some wet track form, so uh, might be one of the sneak each way chance. And will be up on the pace, yeah. uh, a la... Happy Clapper, Summer Doubt, and Dreamforce might just get a nice run there, Angel of Truth. And I didn't think his run was too bad chasing Summer Doubt first up. Yeah, do you, do you think that the horse has enough speed over a mile to be right up there on the speed and be forward? Well, up? he was blowing smoke up uh, the backside of Summer Doubt the other day. And uh, second up at the mile, is he going to be fresh enough? I think he'll be handy, but he might be looking for a mile and a quarter, might just need this one to get there. So, Avilius looks the logical under the conditions. Sam Adout, can he maintain that brilliant form on under the ground like he's two good four wins? So, uh, when he's from good, Avilius, but keep an eye out for the seven angels of oh, truth yeah. for mine. And don't forget the bottom one, very elegant, is two for yeah. two on the heavy. So, let's yeah. just name all of them. Well, yeah, and I'm going to throw in probably Happy Clapper. If you can get each way, Happy Superstar. Clapper, I reckon, yeah. I reckon he's just a lock. He was really good first up. Can't track $5, for, $1.90. He, so deserves, he deserves a race like this, doesn't he? So yeah. I, I, if, if, I, if I'm having a bet in this race, I'm probably backing him. I think Avilius will win, but I'm backing Happy Clapper each way because I want to cheer for the Clapper. And I'm, I'm on Angels of Truth each way at the 31s. Well, I'll tell you what, one, uh, one at big odds, the arch nemesis of Mr. Quickie. Mr. Marathon Man. Oh, why do oh. you say that? No, just because they're compl- quickie. Oh, I see. Mate, I see. I okay, see. okay yeah. Raymond, how yeah. do you like him, mate? Move us I on. am with the myth, though, with Happy Clapper. I think at the $5, he's a, he's a really good bet. All right, the Clapper for two of the boys here. And after the break, we're going to shift to Melbourne. Yeah. And we're going to talk about Rupert the Sir Clark. Rupert Clark Stakes with the trainer of the favourite, Be Good to Your Mother, Daniel Bowman. You're on at Moody on the Mic, 1116 SEN. On SEN, you're listening to Moody on the Mic. On SEN, you're listening to Moody on the Mic. Yeah, welcome back to Moody on the Mic. Now, listeners that uh, are dining out on this on the podcast at a later time or our regional New South Wales listeners won't have heard one of the ads in the ad break there, but I've just... um, I noticed my old mate Sam McClure, our old our good friend. Yeah, he'd be listening. Yeah, G'day, no Sam. Be listening. Good Great show tonight. Sam McClure way. doing the voiceover for a for a Harley ad. Is there ever a bloke who's less Harley Davidson than Sam McClure? <laughs> he would be on a, one of those little things. He bike. is. Your, he's your moped kind of <laughs> your guy. Your moped. That's yeah. the one. That's the one. On He'd moped his way down Chapel Street yeah, with, uh, his, with, his roll, with, the, with his rolled up jeans, jeans and, and the, socks on, yeah. and the biggest helmet in the world. Yeah, yeah. big white ice cream bucket head. Looking like Manila Gorilla. Right, good to see he's branched out into the world of Harley Davidson. Well done, Sammy. Uh, love your work. Now, uh, Sir Rupert Clark Stakes is, of course, uh, the Group One feature at Caulfield on Can't wait Saturday. For this the race. Ladbrokes, Sir Rupert Clark Stakes. And uh, am I presenting the trophy? No, I oh, doubt right. it. Oh. Uh, but to, to me, 
The trainer of the favourite for this race, $3 favourite uh, with Ladbrokes. We'll get Rayman to run through the market in a tick, but before we do, we'll uh, we'll welcome our guest for this evening, Daniel Bowman. G'day, Daniel. Good evening. It's, is it Daniel Bowman on tonight? I thought it was Hugh Bowman. Daniel, like, you, you must get sick of this. Oh, no. Nah. I usually get... Uh... Don't get mistaken for Huey. My ears are firmly attached to the side of the back of my head. Uh, you'd, like to have his, you'd like to have his wallet, but Daniel, you'd like to have his wallet yeah. over backwards if Mate, you had the wallet over backwards. I'd like to be a dollar behind him, that's for sure. Uh, and the reason we've been able to get Daniel on such a late night, a beautiful day here in Victoria. He just packed his surfboard away, been down there on the throwing a few waves down, down there at, at Warrnambool. Port, port Ferry, is it? What's a port down there? Port somewhere. Port Ferry's yeah, not Port Ferry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's been out on the surfboard. Uh, Daniel, terrific horse and obviously the flag bearer for your yard. Be good to your mother. Seven from 12. Declan Bates takes the ride at 52 kilos. Uh, even though he's a big, strong horse, uh, it looks uh, in a very attractive race at the weights and under the conditions for him here on Saturday. Yeah, it's a big difference coming back from 59 at weight for age. Um, he won't know himself at 52. You, uh, and the tactics from last week, uh, where you, you, you let out, I, I, I think I saw Daniel, you, you tweeted out that you're really proud of your horse because he, he had to do it at both ends and he only got beaten under three lengths. Um, do you, do you think that he'll get a softer lead or do you, do you change it up a bit this week? Oh, we wanted to lead, but he just, drawing wide and he had to get a little niggle to get across dispatch and he hit that strong headwind that was there that day down the side and he just got fired up Yep. Um, and pre-race I had alluded to during the week that I sort of thought he was 6 or 12 months away from that level and, and that's the sort of thing that will bring you undone at that level and his inexperience showed and he got a bit keen into the wind and um, brought himself undone so look we'll be still looking to take the race by the scruff of the neck on Saturday, but um, drawing barrier three just allows us to get there without having to really get him fired up. Daniel, you've elected to stick stick with uh, Declan Bates, who's uh, had a real good relationship with this horse. Have you had many other jockeys uh, knocking on the door, seeing if they can uh, pinch the ride heading into these big Group 1 races? Uh, There was nothing while the horse was winning, as you could expect. But then as soon as he uh, got beat the other day, the phone started. Uh, he was first on the Willow, blind, Daniel. Willow. Dob him in. Dob Come him on, in. He's yeah, trying to white and Declan Bakes. We name names here on Moody on the mic. Who do you reckon? At, 50, at 52 kilos, you need to ride it. Oh. I'll give you one. I've got Willow favourite. Moody or that. Willow. Willow. Mate, um, this, this race. I'll give him props. I'll give Willow props, though. He might try and wide out one of the boys, but he'll go and tell them to their face that he did it. Uh, how, <laughs> long, how, long, how, how long before he was on the blower? Was it just, was he actually, had he passed the finishing post before Willow had... Uh, Declan had hadn't weighed in. He hadn't weighed in. <laughs> no, no. Mate, uh, one thing of interest, Daniel, are you happy to take a sit with this bloke if that presents? Because just looking at this race, Angel Chivalry drawn just under you. Uh, go forward, be good to your mother. But out wide, once again, you've got Dispatch and uh, um, Iconoclasm, owned by our very own Anthony Mithin here in the studio with us. They're probably another couple that are going to roll forward. And if they look like being on a limb, 
and have to force the issue, will Declan be happy to take the sit on those? Well, probably better off to ask if yeah. they're happy to I take it. I suppose it, it comes, they're, they're yeah, the suppose it comes down to the yeah, Hey, 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 Daniel, you're here to answer the yeah. questions, not ask <laughs> them, all this right? This is the bloody conflict right? of interest we have every week. We're going into Group 1 race. Yeah. We've got owners of one horse, interviewing trainers of others. It's, it's perfect. Last week, we had Adam Trinder yeah. on. We asked him all the questions. We still couldn't beat Mystic Journey home with Mr <laughs> Quickie. So um, you've got to give us some chance. But, uh, I mean, it does look like a horse that, just sort of naturally lobs and leads and drawn perfectly, hasn't he? You, you'll be the leader at 52 kilos, won't you? Well, it comes down yeah. to tempo, well, I suppose. Oh, Peter, let him answer, will you? <laughs> Daniel, over to you. I, I, I'd find it... Uh, I'd be surprised if the camps of the horses that have given us five or six kilos think that they're going to be able to pressure us at the first half of the race and still be there at the back end of the race. Um, a horse like Iconoclasm, Linda's obviously a good front-running jockey and he's got good tactical speed, but whether he wants to do the same thing and think he's going to be there at the end of the race as well is sort of up to your their connections, I suppose, and you guys, it's your horse too. So I'm not sure any horse can eyeball him for the first half and still be expecting to stand at the end of the race. So if they want to give themselves the best chance, from wide barriers, given weight, maybe they should be taking a sit. I love that confidence, Daniel. Uh, obviously, you're focused on the race this Saturday, but if you give it any thought to if he does win or run well in this race, what the plan is for the rest of the Spring Carnival? Uh, he's, he'll go to the paddock no matter what after Saturday. Uh, just sort of found in the past, um, those sort of horses that you only give a two- or three-week break to off a winter prep, you sort of only get three perhaps four good runs out of them because they haven't had that long break. So um, we'll give him a break after Saturday and then we'll have him ready for a big autumn. Um, in the autumn, we're going to target a couple of 1,400 group ones at Caulfield and then I'm going to take him to Brisbane for their three group ones. What about the $7 million or $6 million, $5 million all-star mile? That's run in the autumn too. Mightn't be a bad race for him. Did he get a mile, you reckon? Uh, for seven and a half million dollars, we'll ask the question. You'll, you'll, you'll try. You'll try. So the Get long him doing an- some water running down in Warrnambool. You have him peaking. And so the long answer um, to my question earlier is: Declan Mates won't be sitting in the box seat on be God to your mother. He'll be going to the front and controlling the race. And good luck. Well, the the horse loves free roll and yeah. high tempo, um, so we'll be riding him to suit him. Um, and it's up to the other guys to ride their horse to suit their horses. I just got to ask about the name, Daniel, because obviously we've seen a lot of horses named after, I mean, whether you know the story, but we've seen horses named after, you know, don't tell the wife and stuff like that about hiding the money. But be good to your mother. Seems like some millennial who still lives at home with her parents decided to buy a horse and um, <laughs> and decided to uh, name it Be Good to Your Mother. What, what is the story behind this His one? His mother is an owner. Is your mother an owner? Yeah, she, she is in the horse, yes. Ah. Um, no, it's the aid... aid the old saying when someone says, oh, you got a tip or then you say, oh, be good to your mother. Work hard and be good yeah. to your mother. Don't run upstairs. Exactly. My mum saw this yeah. run the other week. And she, plenty said, she said, make sure you put on a bet for me. And my mum doesn't bet very often, but she just wanted to jump on. So it would be the omen bet of all the mums out there on Saturday. So you better not do them wrong, Daniel. Or Declan Well, not. we'll be doing our best. <laughs> it is a good all-star mile name, that's for sure. We'll be nominating... Um, and the name will probably attract plenty of votes. So if he was to win the Futurity or the All, we'd probably have a crack.
King of Warnable, King of the Bull, be good to your mother, gets the votes in the All-Star Mile, and uh, good luck Saturday. All right, Daniel, thanks very much thanks. for joining us. And um, if you do want to know me those tactics on Iconoclasm or the tactics game, just give me a ring after the show, and, I'll, uh, <laughs> and for the right price, I'll, uh, I'll fill you in. <laughs> good luck. No See worries. See you Thank there, you. Daniel. Good luck, mate. Daniel Bowman, the trainer of Be Good to Your Mother, the current favourite in the Ladbrokes market for the Group 1 Sir Rupert Clark Stakes Peter. Very impressive young man. He's done a good job yeah, with his horse and deservative of Group 1, Daniel, and, and Declan Bates. And the loyalty factor we've seen with Trinda, Raquel Clark, Delisand, so on and so on. Terrific to see. Yeah, and he's a, he's a good trainer for down at Warrnambool that, um, you know, there's been a few changes with the Warrnambool trainers. Um, Mi- yeah, yeah, that's right. Mitch Friedman out, obviously Weary out. Uh, he's, he's, he's doing a really good job down there. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's, it, it, there'd be worse options, that's for sure, if you're looking for a horse trainer. The thing I like most about him, Mitho, is that he wants to let fast horses be fast. Oh, yes, Rayman. That is exactly right. Let fast horses be fast. Is that the end of the show? I just said it. Or does Moody have to say it? We've got another break to go. The, the punters want our best bets of the it's weekend. The catch Mood, Moods is too busy throwing microphone wind socks around the studio trying to. Uh, it is an absolute circus in here tonight. I'm not at sure what he's he's going his, on. At least he's got his headphones on properly this week. Well, We're going to be back. It's because we've got the big banner. He's got, it's all yeah, gone to his excited. head. You'll Two moodies are better than one, he reckons. I've you, tweeted that out. You'll uh, see on the socials uh, the new digital banner that's in the studio with uh, Mood's big got the rude S2. reddest head I've ever seen Two on that. big mood you heads. shouldn't be looking that low. <laughs> Check out Ladbrokes.com.au <laughs> social or Anthony Mithin. Did we're going to go to a break. Dump that, Sam. Dump that. We can't dump it. We're live. Oh, no, uh, you can dump it. Okay, we're going to go to a break. We're going to be back after the break with our best bets for the weekend. Stay tuned. You're on Moody on the Mic, 1116 SEN. <laughs> on SEN, you're listening to Moody on the Mic. ICN, you're listening to Moody on the mic. We are back. Yes, that's right. They allowed us back on air. And uh, I'll just... Yeah. Allowed us back on air. Sorry, we're getting a bit of feedback here. So uh, we'll turn that down. And uh, we have got our best bets coming up, boys. And uh, the let's kick it off with the resident Rain Man. Yeah, I'm. I'm not being particularly adventurous this week. I think I've just found the horse that I think is the uh, the biggest certainty on the card at Caulfield. Race five, number four, Pippi. She's been in outstanding form this campaign. Three wins from as many starts. She loves Caulfield. Will go straight to the front in the Ladbrokes How Now Stakes. I think it'll take a pretty good horse to get past her. She's pretty short, but she deserves to be. I think she's definitely the best bet on the card. Uh, hang on. So you haven't. You've said she's pretty short. You haven't actually given the odds about Pippi. Uh, there, Rayman, for your best bet around the country, anywhere you like, punters. Uh, the odds there, Rayman? Yeah, she's uh, now even money, Mitho, $2, oh, even, and I'm okay, happy to right. take that. Right, right. Even I'm more than happy right. to Am take I presenting that the trophy there, the lad broke's here now? Oh, we'll see how we go. Saturday, come see Saturday. I, I, Do I, I get a gig anyway? I might just uh, <laughs> get a gig yeah, anywhere yeah. you want to go. We've got a drag in the races <laughs> after time. He, uh, he's tipping even money favourites. Well, he does I, all this my, work. He's, he's sitting in his, might be in, the his best bet. in his bunker all day long, Rainman. And, and and doing form for all over the country, and he comes up with an even money pot. Yeah. I'm tipping in the same race. Right. I'm even more confident now. <laughs> well, I'm tipping in the same race. I'm tipping it each way, but I thought Tefani uh, in number 11, so race five, number 11 at Caulfield, was really good winning at the Valley last start. Uh, and it, 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 it uh, it's the, the horse it beat goes around uh, in the race prior, which is Hort Brionher. 
uh, from the Waller stable. It's two dollar forty five favorite in the race price. So if that wins there, I think uh, I know it's a different class, but I think that uh, each way, especially if Hortbury on her wins in race four, then get on each way to Farney at eight dollars. Eight dollars each way. Well, I like the sound of that more than uh, more than Rain Man. But uh, I'm going to go to Adelaide and I'm going to tip a Rosemont Ruffy. That's not so rough, oh, but it's I each way. Got on yet? <laughs> well, bad luck. I told you about it in the ad break. Uh, in race seven, the uh, the listed uh, listed race eleven hundred uh, gift of power first run for the stable over from New Zealand. Very classy sort of mare, well bred mare. Group two winner in New Zealand, and she'll run in the Rosemont Red. She's Around about five bucks, I think, Rayman. If you've uh, got four dollars eighty with Ladbrokes at the moment, yep. So uh, four eighty, you can have a bet each way, and I reckon she'll run a bottler. She's trialled up really nicely, and uh, we're quite excited about her, Peter. What's your race bet? seven number eight? Was it race seven number eight? Uh, yes. Sorry, number three. Number, number three. three. If, if it's allowed to roll power. along and control the speed, she does her best that mare, so uh, can certainly run well. I'm looking at conspiracy theories in the Rupert Clark. I, oh, I, here we go. I think they're going to go like cut cats. I really do. I can see uh, Be Good to Your Mother, Declan Bates is going to want to control it. Mickey D is going to be kicking off at Angel Chivalry. Benny Malum forward on Dispatch. Linda Meach rolling forward on Iconoclasm. Uh, it might just set it up for a run on horse. And I thought at the weights, as long as he doesn't willow it, Amphitriite. The 12th. Willow, don't willow, Amphitriite. Uh, barrier 8, stay in your lane. Uh, unimpeded, swoosh home. And, uh, you know, I, I thought it had run very well. And a bit of value in the next race. Oh, two I best bets. The nine each way Foxy Lady was very good on the Provincials its last couple. And it might be an improving filly in what appears to be quite an open race, I reckon, that uh, Jim Maloney stakes one named after one of the greats. Uh, Jim Maloney, uh, trainer of Vane, of course, and uh, father of Jared and John down there at Caulfield. So, uh, Thanks for uh, the history lesson too. You like Pete? that? That's you like terrific. that? Yeah, and yeah, I'll tell you what, before we get cut off tonight too, special shout-out to Stephen Brown, Jr. Uh, Stephen had a nasty fall yeah. in a Wangaratta jump-out during the week and he's in an induced coma in hospital. And we're thinking of Stephen and his family at this trying time. We've had a terrible lot of tragedies and... We're looking at a very positive outcome and want to see Stephen bounce back and uh, thinking of him and family at this uh, point in time. And I know plenty of people who were at the send-off for uh, Russell Cameron today at Flemington uh, would be listening to the show, uh, having one for uh, Russell Cameron. We mentioned that last week, but um, uh, thoughts with the family and friends of Russell Cameron, the uh, great trainer based at uh, Flemington the last few years, and good luck to Scott, uh, who takes the reins now. It has sure. been a tough couple of weeks in the racing industry that is without a doubt gentlemen thank you very much yet again no problems your time and uh, hopefully our best bets can get up uh you can check out the full podcast of tonight's episode you can go back and listen to past episodes if it really interests you on spotify and also apple podcast just search moody on the mic or you can get it on the sen app it's been a good week for the colors uh pete uh, guided by the great peter moody the rosemont colors i can give punters a little tip california honey tomorrow at kyneton She's racing well. I sat with Mick Price at lunch. He would hate me saying this, but we think she's going to win. California Honey. California Honey. About race five, I reckon. Yeah, I think it is about that. Rayman, thanks as always for your time. Thank you, everybody. And uh, all in on Pippi this after this weekend part is <laughs> prove Mytho wrong. <laughs> and with Pippi in particular, Rainman, let fast horses <laughs> run yep. fast. Absolutely. Odyssey and Moody on the mic.